You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family. We're super excited that you chose to tune in today. This week, Ben's going to be walking through a series of devotionals out of 1 John. Today, he'll be talking about love in the church. Ben, what'd you bring for us? Thanks, Cass. I appreciate that. I um, I brought to me what's gonna what kind of is the core of the letter of First John. So I preached about First John last Sunday, and I just I couldn't let the book go. And so I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use the podcast. I want to encourage our church families. I hope that you'll use this as you drive to work or as you drop the kids off. The devotionals that you hear this week are designed to encourage you. I want to talk about love in the church. Um, specifically today, I want to talk about the love of God. But I want to begin um, in 1 John chapter chapter uh, 2. So in 1 John chapter 2, verse 7, John writes something that sounds contradictory, but it's not. And I just want to show you the heart of it. In chapter 2, verse 7, he says, Dear friends, I am not writing to you a new command, but an old one, which you have had from the beginning. This old command is the message that you've heard. All right, so in verse 7, he says, This is not new. It's what you've heard. It was the core of the gospel that we passed on to you. But verse 8, he says, Yet I am writing you a new command. Its truth is seen in him and in you, because the darkness is passing and the true light is already shining. So in verse 7, he says it's not new. In verse 8, he says it is new. And it leaves you scratching your head a little bit. So here's the heartbeat of that. The letter of 1 John mirrors, in many ways, the gospel of John. And when he says this is an old command, but it's also a new command, the new command language was given by Jesus in the gospel of John in chapter 13, when Christ washed the disciples' feet. And if you've read that story, uh, I'll I'll just set it up for everybody so it's fresh in your mind. It's the, it's the night of his arrest. It's his last supper. And he's gathered in the upper room with his disciples, and nobody stopped to wash their feet. They're about to take the Passover meal. And Jesus, in this most powerful, symbolic, symbolic moment, takes off his robe, puts on his towel, and starts to wash their feet. It's one of the most moving pictures from the, from the Scripture or the life of Jesus. He washes their feet, and they're amazed. Peter can't handle it. I mean, Peter says, you can't wash my feet. Because he knows how insulting it was for Jesus to act like a servant. Now, what Peter didn't know is that this was love manifest. Like, Jesus was washing his feet because of deep love. Uh, that it, It's humility, absolutely, but it really was sacred love. So as he washes their feet, he comes to Peter. Peter says, no, 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 you can't. And Jesus gives him this cryptic little hint. If I don't wash you, you've got no part with me. And so then Peter's like, well, fine then. Not just my feet, but everything, my, my head, my hands. And Jesus, God bless him. And putting up with Peter, he says, no, no, no. It's just your feet. Just your feet. But what we've, what we've got to catch is as Jesus was cleansing their feet, cleansing the filth from the dirtiest part of their body, it was only a symbol. If you think he was humble that evening in the towel with the bowl. Wait till you see him the next day, naked, mm. bruised, bloodied, and on the cross. It seems like, Peter, if you have a hard time with me watching your feet, you're going to have a really hard time tomorrow. Mm. And the next day, as Christ was broken for us, the blood that he shed became an atoning sacrifice for our sins. He, he paid our penalty for it in the most powerful act of divine love. And that image recurs in the letter of 1 John, that that's how God showed his love for us. We'll see that some more later in the podcast throughout the week. 
But as Jesus on the cross broken and his blood begins to cleanse us, like in his sacrifice becomes the purification for our sins, we recognize that that night when he was washing their feet, he was just symbolically letting them in a little bit on what he was going to do on a huge scale tomorrow to really cleanse them, not just their feet, but their souls. Really and truly the dirtiest part of us, our shame, our guilt, our darkest secrets. That's what he was going to wash the next day on the cross. Okay, so as Jesus is talking to them, he tells them, so now that I've done this for you, I want you to do this for each other. I'm the teacher. I've set the example. I want you to serve the way that I've served. And then later in the evening, in verses 34 and 35, Jesus tells them, I'm giving you a new command. I want you to love the way I've loved. Love is one of the oldest commands. We're supposed to love our neighbor. We're we're, We're supposed to love. It's a reflection of God's character. But in Jesus, after washing the feet, he could look at his disciples and say, you've seen all of my ministry except the cross, which you'll see tomorrow. And now I want you to hear my new command, love like I have loved you. And so that new command, it actually sets disciples apart. Jesus said in John 13, this is how the world will know that you are my disciples, by your love. So in, in 1 John chapter 1, when he says, I'm giving you an old command, it was old. The church was founded on this. I mean, after the resurrection of Jesus, this church first learned about the gospel through hearing the life, ministry, and teaching of Jesus. It was founded on his cross, like the core, the bedrock, the oldest piece of Christian truth. But they also knew that it was a new command because that's exactly what Jesus called it the day he washed feet. So it's almost like Jesus in his life and his ministry and then the cross he redefined love for us on a, on a tremendous scale and then told his disciples, this is how I want you to live. So I want us as, as a Carterville Church family and as all our friends around the Pine Belt or around the world who tune into the podcast, I want you to be encouraged today to learn to love in the church. And I want to share from 1 John chapter 3. Throughout the book of 1 John, you find the core truths is that are that we are supposed to obey God and the primary thing that obedience looks like in the letter of 1 John is love. That we love God mm-hmm. and that we love each other. And that requires a lot of humility and sacrifice. But in 1 John chapter 3, we get a great picture of what love looks like. I want to start in verse 16. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. So there's there's that reflection of the cross. And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. Uh, Church family, I I know that Jesus laid down his life all in one moment, on the the cross, in, in one final decision, one sacred act of love and service. But we're asked to lay down our lives for each other. And I just want to acknowledge that sometimes that looks like a daily decision. Sometimes that looks like a little bit at the time every day. And and what I want to talk about um, a little bit tomorrow is how loving each other daily might look for us. Mm -hmm. So if I have a wish for the church and an encouragement for everybody today, it is primarily that we would love like Jesus. That today we would shed our arrogance that we would shed our pride and our selfishness, that we would take up our towel, that we would wash one another's feet, that we would do whatever the small thing is that needs to be done that day to cleanse, to purify, to care for, to guard, to protect, to keep, to heal, to minister. And remember that the ultimate image for us, it's not even the bowl and the basin washing the feet that night. It's the cleansing that happened the next day. 
It's the love of Christ poured out for us. So church family, I want you to love. As, as our kids go off to school, I want them to love well at school today. I want them to care for the least of these. As we love in our marriages or in our difficult relationships or at work, I want us today to saturate the pine belt with a love that looks like a John chapter 13 love, with a love that looks like a Christ on the cross kind of love. So it's really an old command. It was the foundation stone of the church. It was the love of Jesus taking the form of his action on the cross. And that's all I'm asking. I want us to stick to that old command. It's the one that Jesus made new when he defined it in himself. So church family, let's love well today at home, at work, and all over the Pine Belt.